Hey, and welcome to the Resound Church Podcast. Whether it's your first or your 40th time tuning in, we're so glad you're here and we pray you get something powerful from this sermon. (laughs) All right, good morning. How are you? You all right? It's really quiet in here today, isn't it? Yeah, and... um, done it. That's awesome. You know, good morning to those that are online as well. It's great that we can all be together, you know, one place, two locations, in-house and online. And I love the fact that we get to do church like that. I'm really thankful that we have church online right now for those people in our congregation that are struggling with COVID and are isolating because they have been in close contact with people and being very wise in what they're doing. Some of our other older people have decided to stay home, which that's okay, because I think that's being wise in that situation as well. But we're in this place this morning and we're watching online because we want to know and hear the Word of God. Am I right? Right. Well, this morning as the worship team started to sing, they don't know what I was going to preach on. And I was standing there thinking, oh my goodness, if I had decided to choose the songs that I wanted them to sing this morning, the songs they sang would have been exactly what I wanted. Both songs started off talking about we need to what? Praise God. And then Waymaker, you know, the miracle worker, the God that can do all things. And I love the way God orchestrates how he wants us to be and how he wants us to hear. And I love the fact that he prophetically does it without us having to interfere. So he speaks to the musicians and they do that. And then Jared gets up and he starts to speak and he speaks so clearly about the faith and the fact that it's okay to be worried, but we've got who? Jesus on our side and that he's with us. Right now in our time, I looked back exactly like Jared and looked at 2020 and thought, yep, 2020, woohoo, we're out of it. Thank you, Jesus. Here comes 2021. I'm going to get on an aeroplane. I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to travel. Hmm, didn't happen. Now we look at 2022, we come into this year and Wayne and I have got holidays planned in February. Every holiday we planned got cancelled. So we're going to go to Queensland. (laughs) Not sure, you know, can never really quite plan. Got so much credit with Qantas, not sure if I'm even going to get it back. But you know what, it doesn't matter. Because I want to be declaring here today that the message I'm going to speak this morning is to praise God in everything. Doesn't matter what happens, God's in the midst. You know, in the Word of God, there are many passages that show people question God in rough circumstances. What about the Israelites? They come out of Egypt, they get to come out of that place that they were in slavery. Suddenly they get freedom and then it doesn't go the way they want it. So what do they do? They start complaining and they start worshipping other gods. In our situation, we've seen our lives disrupted incredibly. 
We have been tested in our relationships. There's been a lot of broken relationships through this COVID, through arguments, people arguing whether you should have the vax or you shouldn't have the vax, whether, you know, you um, should be in close contact or you shouldn't be in close contact. There's been things that have come into families and relationships that have been broken, and it's wrong. It's from the pit of hell. There's been other struggles, struggles for people to be tolerant of people's different points of view and even times become judgmental of other people. It all sounds bleak, but it's not because I want to declare to you today that our God is greater, is stronger, is more powerful than anything and he's in control and he's in the midst and he's with us in this time right now, which then warrants us to what? Praise him in everything, no matter what. On many occasions, the disciples questioned Jesus. Here we see Jared brought one of them. So clearly, and Jesus says, where's your faith? You know, in the word of God in James chapter 1, verse 1, what does it say? Famous passage. Consider a pure joy, brethren, as you go through trials of many kinds. Consider a pure joy. Woohoo, we're going through this trial. It's awesome. Is that how we feel? No, come on. Jared said it. We're allowed to have that concern. But we are not allowed to get it to us to the point where we are worried and taken out from it. Because the scripture is very clear that we're to praise God in everything. It's all right for James to say it. He didn't go through what we were going through. But hey, James, what they went through, I don't know if I would want to go through what they did. See, the reason we struggle to praise God in the bad is because we place God into our box. And because we don't feel like he's there for us, we don't feel like we owe it to praise him. This is a selfish attitude. We don't praise God for the good. We praise God no matter what. We praise God when things aren't going the way they should. We praise God when they are going the way they should. We give him praise no matter what. We give him honour and glory because he deserves it. Because he is the one that warrants our praise. In the Webster Dictionary, the word praise means to appraise, esteem, to glorify a God or saint, especially by the attribution of perfection. So why is praising God so important? Praising God's important because it shifts your thinking. It shifts you. It shifts you from a place of despondency into a place of rejoicing. It shifts you from a place where we feel like it's an impossibility to knowing that God is what God can do all things. He is the God of the impossible. If we begin to praise God, it moves our thinking and it causes us to come into a realm that is a different realm. See, our circumstances don't change. We came into 2022 in a hope that things Things would be a little bit different. Well, they're not the way we would hope they would be. But for me, it's praise God anyway, trust in him and know that he's with us no matter what. And as we do that, it removes the fear that grips us and tries to take us out. The enemy wants to take you out. 
He wants to take you to a place where you feel despondent, where you feel trapped. I'm spitting everywhere. Lucky we're quite far from you. See, we're born to praise God. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, it says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. It says, sacrifice of praise. When we don't feel like praising, it's a sacrifice to praise. Yeah? So this is the time that we have to push in and say, you know what, God, I'm going to praise you no matter what. I'm going to give you honour no matter what. I'm going to lift up your name no matter what. No one's going to stop me from praising God. No one's going to stop me from acknowledging who you are. No one's going to stop me. Not my feelings, not my circumstances, nothing because I'm here because I want to praise the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. In 1 Peter 2.9, it says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Our whole Christian life should be devoted to praising God. Are we getting it this morning? Are you hearing me? Who's felt like praising recently? Come on. (laughs) We want to, but there have been moments where we've gone, oh, no, not again. Oh, no. This week, I felt like my phone was going constantly, and I feel like I've been on the phone constantly. Are you all right? Is there anything we can do for you? I'm so sorry this has happened to you. You know, there's circumstances that come where you think, God, we want to praise you. We want to give you honor, but what's going on? I love Psalm 150, verse 1 to 6. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise him for his unequaled greatness. Praise him with a blast of the ram's horn. Praise him with the lyre and the harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with strings and flutes. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with a loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that has breath sing praises to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Woohoo! Praise the Lord. Come on, it's time for us to get the guts inside of us that goes, I'm going to give God praise. Enemy, you're gone. You're defeated. You're out. I'm not going to let you take a hold of me. I'm not going to let you have my thinking. I'm not going to let fear grip me. I am not going to stand in fear of what is around me, but I'm going to stand knowing that whatever happens, you're in control. And I will praise you in the circumstances. And I'm not yelling at you. See, the psalmist is saying strongly, we're to praise God in everything. I'm reading a lot of scripture today. Psalm 100, 4 to 5. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. 
The psalm says we should enter his courts with what? Praise. What is it at home? Praise. Praise. In the book of Psalms, if you go through so many of the chapters, it talks about praising God. Psalm 139, 14. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Praise begins with our minds on God and who he is and what he has done. Come on, what's God done for you? Go back, start to remember. When you're going through a time where you're like, God, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to keep going. I don't know. I just don't know. You know, what saddened me so much in this time is watching people shift from being full on with God, loving God, that over this last two years, I have seen people literally go from loving God to not even knowing if God exists. That breaks my heart as a pastor. It rips me to shreds because I know God's real. I know he's there for me. I know he will never leave me and forsake me. I know that the word of God has promise after promise after promise after promise. I know that this word is true. I've seen it. I've seen the miracles. The problem is that we allow the circumstances to dictate how we think and therefore we start to question and we stop believing that he's real. That he's real. It's not the time to walk away from God. It's the time to come deeper with God. And to praise his name no matter what. See, sometimes we say, yeah, but does God need our praise? Really? The answer to the question is no. In Acts 17, 25, and he is not served by human hands as if needed anything because he himself gives all men life and breath and everything else. But God wants our praise. You know, I used to... um, love it. Sometimes Wayne would just say, oh, you know, he praised me and all of that. And then one day he said to me, I don't need you. Whoa. I was like, what do you mean you don't need me? Like, who's going to cook for you, Wayne? You can't cook. You need me. No, I can do poached eggs. Chinese takeaway. I don't need you, Ruth. But this is what he said, and it was so powerful. I want you. I want you. God doesn't need our praise, but he wants our praise. There's a difference. Not need, but want. He wants us to praise him. He wants us to honor him. He wants us to lift our voices. God delights in the praise of his people. In Psalm 149, 3 to 4, let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with tambourine and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. You know, when we're praising God, we're being obedient to God. When we are praising God, praise brings us closer to God. Do you feel distant from God? When was the last time you spent time praising his name? When was the last time you were in your room worshipping him? 
When was the last time you had the worship music on and singing as though nobody was around? You can sing out of tune. You can sing crazily. You can do whatever you want. Nobody cares. But when was the last time that you spent time in his presence saying, I praise you, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Thank you for shifting my thinking. Thank you for shifting the circumstances. Thank you for allowing me to know that whatever takes place, whether it changes or not, you're in the midst and I'm going to praise you no matter what. Because when you do that, something moves, something shifts, something comes up within you and you suddenly realize that God's got it, that God's in control. Praise puts everything back to God. We don't take the credit for things. In Ephesians 1 to 3, it says, Praise to be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Praise brings peace. Hear it? Praise brings peace. 2 Corinthians 1 to 3. Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. Praise brings peace. I don't feel peace right now. I feel anxious. I feel scared. I feel worried. Hang on a minute. God, I praise you. I worship you. I give you honor. I give you everything. You are worthy, God. You're worthy. You're worthy. Right now, I want Katie, just come if she's here. And I just want Katie to come. And as I continue to speak, I want to I want you to begin to stop and allow the Spirit of God to come and rest upon you. If you're at home, online, or in the car, or wherever you are watching this, allow the Spirit of God to come and rest on you. As the music's playing, as the words are being spoken, come on, open up your spirit. If you're really struggling right now, if there is fear, come on, let the fear dissipate and let the power of God wash over you. If there is an anxiousness, come on, let's allow the spirit of God to come upon us and wash over us. If you are starting to question if God's real, come on, let God come and touch your heart today. Let him soften your heart. Let him shift you from a place of not knowing whether he's there with doubt to an understanding that you cannot doubt that he is in existence so how do we praise God in the good and the bad oh it's easy to praise God when everything's going great hey whoa everything's wonderful thank you Jesus my family's great life's great there's nothing to be concerned about oh thank you Lord you are worthy But you know, when we look at the scripture and we see Job in the book of Job, he was a man that God said blameless. He was a man that God said, that is a man that will never curse me. And in the time where everything was so amazing, he was praising God. But Satan comes and he says, yeah, he only praises you because you've given him everything. He's got everything. Life's perfect. Then as everything's taken away, this man still praises God. He still will not curse God. And in the midst of the discouragement, in the midst of everything that was going on in his life, it's okay because God was still there, still watching over him. God brought him through the situation. We've got it. 
We've got this. We've got this. We have not been asked to praise God just in the good. We've been asked to praise Him in everything. In the scripture in Hebrews 13, 15, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess His name. So how do we praise God in everything? Through song. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. You are the way maker, the miracle worker. We worship you, Jesus. You are everything. We give him honour. We listen to our podcasts. Come on. If you're out walking, put a podcast on that's uplifting. If you're on the treadmill, I've been trying to get fit this year, trying to lose some weight. It's not really working, just to let you know. But as you're on there, I'm putting a podcast on. Why? Because I want to uplift my spirit. Come on, let's take responsibility. Let's take responsibility to shift our thinking. Let's take responsibility to shift the way we think in this time. Through our actions, we must have actions that show we praise God in everything. Let's not blame God. Let's praise God. And through our words, in Psalm twenty-two, twenty-two, I will declare your name to my brothers in the congregation. I will praise you. I will praise you. I will praise you. You are worthy to be praised, Jesus. You're worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Come on, if you've been struggling, even online, if you've been struggling, you've been saying, God, I'm not sure what's going on. It's not shameful. I've done it too. We've all done it. We're all sitting there going, is life ever going to change? Will it ever come back to some normality? There's these questions. But if that's you this morning and you're saying, Holy Spirit, I just want you to come and wash over me. I want to begin to feel the spirit of praise rise up in me. I want to give glory to your name. I don't want to stay in this place. I want to walk with a confidence to know that no matter what happens in the situations, you've got it. You're on it. You're with me. Then stand to your feet. Because this morning I'm going to declare over you. I'm going to declare that God will come and cause a freshness of His Spirit to fall. Come on, Holy Spirit, fall on us afresh. I don't know about you, but I want a fresh move of the Holy Spirit, a fresh wind, a fresh understanding, a fresh knowledge of who He is and what He can do. Is that what you want? So if that's you, if you're saying, I want a fresh wind, I want a fresh touch. Stand to your feet. Thanks for listening through this message recorded live at Resound Church in Melbourne. You can find out more about who we are online, including service times and our live streams. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time.